0: Wonderful people! Thank you again so much for being here with me on this journey of figuring out how to better reflect God in all aspects of life by looking at some things that I wished I had been taught. Now, we are still on this journey together to see how coming to the Bible with a specific political lens can lead one to find support for specific political ideas. And this is the last video of looking at these different ideas so after this we're going to finally put it all together to figure out how we can better reflect god through them to one another even if we disagree and once again i encourage you to watch these videos in the order that they're put out as well as keep in mind that these are ideas i am covering but that they do not necessarily reflect my personal opinions or those of anyone else at the R. Safe Harbor Church. And for this video, I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into political ideas and look at how partisan politics, in America specifically, has found its way into the hearts of many through familiar isolated verses claiming one side is God's side while the other is Satan's. To be more specific, I'm going to look at differing opinions within the Democratic and Republican parties that, for some reason, often involve political texts. Keep in mind, this is not my attempt to shame or defend any particular party. Now, let's look at the idea of pro-choice versus pro-life. The Democratic Party has had a long plank in its platform insisting on the right to abortion. A lot of christians agree with this view and cite passages including numbers 5 11 through 29 and exodus 21 22 through 25 as support and in numbers 5 we see that this is an example of addressing a woman who has been defiled or potentially unfaithful and giving this test of drinking a specific type of water to see if that is the case. And if she has, then she won't be able to conceive. But if she hasn't been unfaithful, then she will be able to. As far as the Exodus passage goes, that talks about um, the instance of if a man hurts a woman uh, resulting in a miscarriage and how to deal with that accordingly. Now, Christians who are Republicans or who align, with them most closely, generally agree that life begins at conception and therefore to choose abortion at any point is to murder an innocent being. Again, they quote scripture such as Jeremiah 1 5, which reads, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations as well as psalm 139:13 which reads for you formed my inward parts you knitted me together in my mother's womb and other verses like that uh, are used by the republican party and those who are part of it to support the claim that god does not want anyone to abort a child for any reason and that to do so would be sinful now there are plenty of other topics such as lgbtqia rights and more that we could go through but that's not the point of this video or my purpose at all the purpose is to look at all of these differing views and come to an understanding that if you put on a certain lens you may likely be able to find that the bible can support your views now the problem with all of the topics I've mentioned from part 1 to now, and the many others that I didn't, is that these same biblical texts cited in efforts to support specific ideas are taken out of their context and stretched to fit the lens and preconceptions of the reader. Basically, what you read into it is what you're going to get out of it. For example, The pro-choice references given earlier do not explicitly state agreement with abortion. Abortion is not the context or the focus of any of them as these texts look at ideas of infertility and an an eye-for-an-eye mentality in that ancient world. For the pro-life references given, we again do not see any context or implication of do or do not abort. One of those references is a prophetic call narrative specifically for the prophet Jeremiah, while the other is also specific to the person of David and his reflections of being able to go nowhere apart from the presence of God. If we look at cultural context of some of the Jewish people who wrote these texts, we see that Jewish law mandated a termination of pregnancy if the mother's life was in danger. And this was because sacred texts did not dictate their decision but because they didn't look at these texts in isolation they understood the principles presented but also that they would be applied differently in different times and circumstances of their own culture and now when we look at the person of jesus we see that he lived in a time and culture that was occupied under roman rule however socialism capitalism or communism did not exist as established social or economic theories during this time and were quite frankly not part of his agenda his commentary and interpretation of the hebrew scriptures and traditions were based on applying those principles to his own cultural context at the time now what does all of this mean to put it simply when it comes to many, if not all, of the political ideas uh, presented, the Bible can be used to support any argument if we're willing, willing to read them out of context and divorce them from their time and place. Now, the reality is that the Bible simply does not help either side or system in any debate, form, or fashion. And honestly, It was never meant to. And we're going to talk about why in the next video and then start seeing how even with our differences, and those differences are okay, we can still come to a place of reflecting God and all of his love and wonder through them. Now once again I'll end by stressing that I am laying out a context here, not expressing my personal opinions or those of anyone else with the R Safe Harbor Church. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you next time.